everyone. Welcome to Corporate Chronicles Between Suits and Chaos. So today we have a very interesting episode, um, an episode that I think is necessary for everyone. And we will be doing this with a very interesting gentleman. And I say interesting because I think if you have, um, it, once I introduce him and you go through his social media pages, you will see the type of content that he puts out. But just before we started this episode, you know, I was telling him, I don't know whether he knows that he's raising a generation. And so Elvis Karibusana. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Emma, for having me. Thank you. I appreciate Yeah. Thank you even for finding time to be with us here. Yes. Thank you. And I'm going to start with a little icebreaker that I did not tell you about. Mm -hmm. If your life had a theme song, what would it be? If my life had a theme song? Mm. Oof. That's a very interesting question. But let me say, the theme song I think I really tend to resonate with uh -huh. is, um, first of all, I'm, I'm a guy who likes um, action movies, yeah? Oh. Uh -huh. you, you And uh, I think I mostly like the thriller ones, huh? Uh -huh. Have you watched a movie by the name of Jason Bond? Of course not, Elvis. Mimi, I don't do, I don't watch anything that scares me. Yes. There's a very, it's not it's it's actually a very nice movie by the way it's a movie this guy it's I think it started in two thousand and two that was the first time they did their first movie and it's called Jack Jason Jason Bond oh Jason Bond mm -hmm. yeah it's uh I think the star the star the starring actor over there his name is uh I think it's Matt Damon something like that and mm -hmm. uh, the theme song itself in the in the movie is is. Let me say it's quite interesting. I don't know if that was the area of asking me. That was the area of <laughs> that. That was a query, but uh -huh. uh, for me that would be it because I don't like I don't listen to music as much, but uh -huh. I relate so much with movies, especially interesting ones. Yeah. Uh -huh. But to just give you a glimpse of uh, what Jason Bourne entails, uh, it's about spies. For me, I just love anything involves in the involving spies, especially uh -huh. the spies. You, when people don't have the right information of, you know, they think he's this, they think he's this, he's, he's from this country, mm. he does this. But at the end of it all, there's some change that he's seen. And uh, maybe you can try the movie. It's quite interesting. I like the action, you know, itself. It makes you have, makes, makes, makes you even feel thrilled by, by, the, by the theme song itself. I'll, I'll check it out, but I don't uh, watch action movies because I tend to, like, if I see a gun, I'll scream. It's no, just... it's it's normal for ladies. It's normal for ladies. That's understandable. It's the mm. same way, like for me, you wouldn't find me watching a soap opera anyway. <laughs> it, you know, for ladies, they want to to watch these movies where 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 I don't know Alejandro from which part of the country is traveling from Italy all the way to I don't know Africa to look for his love life. You know, and and it's making ladies cry. That's the thing you, most most ladies are looking for, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you, you want to be you want to feel emotional. But for me, for me, like for me, I just want to see the thrill. And that's what makes me happy. It makes me even want to work more. And and that is it has translated into your life. Like you're just thrilled to to find to learn new things. Yeah, not even to learn. I'm actually thrilled by change. You know, like from time yeah. to time I'll get a message. Hey Elvis, I think I've really liked your content. I love it so much. I watch it every day. I've done this and this for my life. I'm like, wow. Sometimes, wow. I, by the way, let me tell you something, Emma, for sure. I, when I was beginning TikTok, I only wanted to get like, uh, I was telling this story to a friend of mine today. I was telling them that when I started creating videos on TikTok, um, the whole idea was the moment I hit 100,000 followers, I'm just going to quit because I'm like, yes, I've proved myself. And I was targeting hitting uh, 100,000 followers by the end of this year. Really? Yes. I hit 100,000 followers within six months of being in TikTok. And I'm like, okay, how did that happen? Then like, you I get every day. Yeah, every day, every day. What? Yes, I was very, very consistent. As a matter of fact, I think I was, 
I was among the most content, most consistent content creators by then because at the time I used to do even 20 videos at a go. What? Yes. Wow, that, that's you on another level. In total, I think I have like a thousand six hundred videos, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. The total videos I have would feel like I think uh, five hundred GB of of space, yeah. And did you start this year in twenty twenty three? No, I. No, no, no. I started in May. I started content creation in May twenty twenty two. That was mm. the that was I think it was. 15th of May 2022, that's when I did my first video. I was very shy, very timid, trying mm. out this new platform. Mm. Uh, but I think within one month, I was able to get like 10,000 followers. And I was like, hey, this seems this thing mm. seems to be working. I was getting client mm. calls. Someone is telling me, hey, we need some graphic design services. Mm. We are looking for these and these services. We are looking for web design services. And it was quite mm. interesting for me to actually see through. And by the way, uh, dear Corporate Chronicles listeners, when you hear Elvis talking about 10,000 or 100,000, he has an, a, a channel, a Telegram channel that has about 27,000? It's 28,000 now. 28,000 28, people. That is, mm -hmm. I'm telling him, he's raising a generation. Now, Elvis, I would tell us... Like just share a bit about your background. I know you've shared it a lot online, but maybe for our listeners, um, a mm -hmm. bit about your background, the whole journey from where you grew up to what you studied, what was your childhood like, how did it shape the person that you are today? All right. Um, let me respond to that. Now, I was born. Uh, I was born to two parents. Obviously, that is. Uh, my mother is her name is Dorcas Gitau. My father is James Gitau. And both of them are teachers. My mother happens to be a principal. My father happens to be a lecturer in college. And uh, this one for me was one of the toughest upbringing in my life. My life, sorry. Because now you're dealing with two scholars who want the best for you. So I was up and about when it came to, pri when it came to primary schools. My father was like, no, take him here. He needs to sharpen up. My mother took me to this school. But eventually I was able to complete my closet. I did my exam in 2010, that is 2010, and uh, scored very well. I did. Uh, I had 397 marks. Uh, good thing was I I was uh, selected to join uh, Nyandarwa High School in, uh, I think, Nyandarwa County. But uh, due to the fact that the school was a mixed school, my mother was like, no, 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 you're, going to, you're not going to be going to a mixed uh, girls and boys school, yeah? Did you even <laughs> have, yeah. So we had the second option to go to, we applied to go to another high school called St. Mary's Boys High School, which was very impactful for my life. In fact, to the many people who know St. Mary's, the school doesn't have a motto, especially where they say that, you know, come and be educated and become better, a better person. No, the school motto is very simple. You give us a boy, we give you the man. Have you ever heard of such a motto before? You know, I know St. Mary's. I schooled in Mary. I'll give you that you, story. Yeah. So mm -hmm. in, in St. Mary's, boys. And uh, first of all, in St. Mary's, you have to be a man. That's the main requirement. You can oh. never... In St. Mary's, you do... Like, the school basically had, like, I think a maximum of 10 workers. All the other things were the ones we used to do. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I was in... I was One time I was in the dining hall. I used to clean utensils. I used to serve food. I used to... I even worked in the... In pig styles, we had pigs. The school had like 16, 16 pig cages, and each cage was actually assigned to between two to three people. So I also worked there. I've milked cows. I've worked in the the school itself had its own portion mill. So we used to work in the portion mill. I think what? <laughs> getting to yes, yes. We yeah. the, the, you see, like I, I see in other schools where where the school maybe has some blockage in their sewer system. And you're busy calling plumbers and calling, you know, water authorities. No, no, no. In St. Mary's, it's when something is blocked, who is responsible for that? So you have to come and block it. So I remember one time I was working on a, I was working on the main drainage in the dining hall. So if that drainage blocked, you are the one who is responsible for that. And it doesn't matter what time of the day it is. You have to come and sort it out. And no one is paying you for that. Wow. So... St. Mary's was all about responsibility. I mm. completed my studies in uh, 2014, was able to get a B plus, uh, joined 
Dedan Kemath University, just over there, just I think, just a few kilometers from St. Mary. So I think my schooling has all been around Nyeri County. So uh-huh. I joined university to pursue uh, procurement. That is Bachelor's of Purchasing and Supplies Management. Uh-huh. We used to call it BPSM. I joined in 2015. I was very a very young guy. With had a lot of I had this vision in my life to become a better person. And uh, when I was in school, I used to learn from a lot of people. I used to listen to guys who are taking IT. I used to listen to guys who are taking engineering courses. I used to listen to guys who are taking uh, computer science. And I'm like. Eh, these guys know what they're doing. Like for us in the school of business, you all, if you asked us what, what we wanted for our lives, we just wanted employment, nothing else. Mm. I've done procurement. Give me a job as a procurement officer. But these guys in computer science, some of them are already even creating mobile applications, websites. I'm like, no, 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 no. I have to do this. This one makes sense. Mm. So I remember I got, I got really good mentors who really helped me through the journey. Mm-hmm. I pursued my degree. Completed in 2018, that is in December, and I graduated on uh, on April 2019. I graduated on the 25th of April 2019. I'm class of 2019, Dedan Kemath University. Okay. And uh, upon completion, as usual, you know, you're looking for jobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you know, you walk into this office, you're told, ah, just mm. give us your papers, uh, put your envelope over there, we're going to contact you. And uh, I realized that. This one is not really working so well for me. So I decided to focus on the skills I learned. So mm. in university, there were guys who were teaching me graphic design. Some were teaching me programming. Some were teaching me development. I used YouTube channels. And I decided that I'm going to uh, start my business based on IT services. That is graphic design, web design. Uh, that is 2018 now. 2018 made a few mistakes, relationships here and there. Made a lot mm. of mistakes actually. Learned from them. In uh, 2019, uh, business started actually coming up, growing. Mm. In 2020, I remember when COVID hit, that was when people were getting laid off. You remember that? Yeah, 2020. Yeah, people were losing their jobs. And uh, so my mom mom says, you have to come home. I don't want you getting COVID. (laughs) So I went home. Mm. And as usual, you know, you're at home now. You're not working. You're doing nothing. Your business Mm. is not working. And I remember one day someone tells me, hey, I, I see you do graphic design. Can you please uh, do a logo for me? I did the logo, client pays me 500 shillings. Mm. Then I decide that rather than sit at home doing nothing, I'm going to try and advertise online and see whether mm. I can get clients. Mm. I had been freelancing before, but I was, I was just doing the normal simple freelancing where you, you get the jobs from other people, you do it for them, you know, use mm. platforms like Fiverr, use platforms like Upwork. But now I tried to advertise my services online by using Gigi. Mm. And I remember that time I was a hot kick. There's a day I used to sleep at mm. 2 a.m. And my parents are asking me, what is it that you're doing on your computer? Because mm. I just was so busy. When people are complaining about joblessness, I was mm. extremely busy. Mm. I, was, I was doing a lot of freelance work to an extent that I had to outsource. Oh, really? Nice. Yes, yes. Because now you're dealing with work workloads leading to around twenty to 50,000 shillings per day and you're working from home. Mm. And I remember my life completely changed. It completely changed my view of freelancing. It mm. completely changed my view on the importance of skills. Because these are the, skill, the skills I was just learning in university and college. Just mm. thinking that these are, ah, these are just normal things. Probably one day they'll help me. Mm-hmm. And from that day, I decided that I'm going to be a skills person. I'm always going to be chiming in for skills. Mm. I learn a new skill at least one each and every month. And, you know, at the same time, last year, I did start my TikTok account, talked about skills. Now I fully talk about skills even to date because I believe the importance and the main, the significant thing that we should be having as youth is abilities not credentials, not papers, not professional certifications. It is abilities. So, yeah, that's been my journey. It's a short story, but I think if I was told to give you the full story, I think it will take more than an hour. Yeah. It's a short story, but a very loaded story. Believing in yes. abilities. When I looked at um, yeah. World Economic Forum, they said in the next mm-hmm. five years, um, people will be looking at what skills you have more than what yes. degree you have. Lakini, we are not telling yeah. you not to finish school. Go and finish school. True. 
Yeah. And 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 so when we talk about the passion and your inspiration on what sparked this um what ignited this spark, it's basically I mean you are fueled by lack of jobs or you are fueled by was it really lack of job, Elvis, or was it creativity? Uh, for me, it was fueled by one, number one, the need for money because you have bills to pay. You don't have cash. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I was like, hey, I need, I really need it. I don't have a shot. It's, it's, it's now becoming tedious calling your mother every day, telling her, mm-hmm. hey, mom, mom, dad, I don't have shoes. So I just wanted to have like, that extra cent to take care of my basic needs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And second was, was all about what else can I do for myself? Rather than complain and whine and say the government, my parents, the society, what else could I do for myself? It, it was all a question of what can I do for myself? What can you do for yourself? And basically, yes. like, um, who did God ask? What, did you, what do you have in your hands? Use that. Yes. What you had in your hands is what you used to, like you've had him saying what you had is what you used to turn around your life you've said your life changed yes and that is now i come into it your you know influence and community building because you have influenced a ton of people when mm. i am on your account and i see the comments everybody's always mm. asking i have these what can i do i have done one two three and you try to you know you try to tell them to to guide them so when you mm. talk about influence and maybe community building mm-hmm. um how do you approach how did you approach this because uh, when i when i talk about this when i talk about approaching it because i mean mm-hmm. elvis it's not anybody who has 28000 young people you know just mm-hmm. looking up to you mm-hmm. Yeah, how did you approach that? It's a big deal. Yeah, that f- for sure. That, that one is uh, is not an easy task, let me say. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I think in Kenya, one of the things that sells a lot is entertainment. If, if I created my Telegram channel based on gossip, let me tell you, within one year, I would have like 100,000 followers. <laughs> yeah. But now you're telling people to learn skills and you're telling them that you can join my community and come and understand what you can be doing for yourself. Yeah. The first, the first approach that I really used was the approach of, first of all, is education and making mm. sure that these people understand. Mm-hmm. You know, by creating a video, I tell you the importance of learning a skill. Mm. But you see, I cannot create a 20-minute video on TikTok, but... Mm. Rather than refer you to another social media account, I would recommend that you come to my community. Uh, so with uh, with with TikTok, as you grow your following, you grow your community. Yeah. So I realized that if I had ten thousand followers, ten percent of that number can actually be turned into a community because that's a thousand people. Uh, and that, that really worked for me. So anytime I created a video, if I earned, if like in a whole month, I was able to make 10,000 followers, a thousand can easily be translated into your community. Yeah. Yeah. And up to now, like right now on TikTok, I think I have 295,000 followers of which 28,000 of these are actually in my Telegram channel. So yeah. you see the correlation. Yeah. You're working with percentages. So now... Yeah. For you to get this number, you have to create content, like mm. create content. You see videos, someone is going to watch and feel inspired. Mm. That is the kind of thing you have to do. You see, you're not trying to be, you, you're not trying to be an entertainer. You're really trying to be an educator. Yes. When you educate, you influence, all right? Mm-hmm. And the moment you influence, you can convert someone to even become a client or even possibly become a lead. Yes. It's been a community for over a year now. We are doing 28,000 members so far in 2023. But the idea is you have to first, but you have to first educate them. They have to be aware of what you do and what Mm -hmm. impact you have for them. That is what is there for them in that community. Yeah. And and in that community, Mm -hmm. we read books because I'm part of that community. We read books. Yes. There Mm -hmm. are courses to take. There's mm-hmm. even a free course that Elvis made for us. So 
you you I think at the end of this the, the, the this um episode we must get into that community and mm. see people actually changing lives. Now Elvis, yes. I see you you often dive into a, a lot of life skills and books. Like mm. you always telling these guys, <laughs> my favorite is Escape the Matrix. I remember that mm. video, it was so funny. You're mm. always telling people about life skills and especially the youngins and telling mm. them about books. You're telling them, read this book, uh, watch this thing. What give what are some of the life lessons that have really impacted you? And what are some of the books that you would recommend because i i know you have quite a number in your head yeah yeah mm-hmm. i think the first uh, one of the biggest recommendations i have for people especially when it comes to life lessons and books mm-hmm. is that uh, one of l- let me just put it uh, in a simpler manner i think everything starts with a habit right yes before you start learning something it has to start with a habit Yes. Before you even touch that book, it starts with a habit. Before you even touch that social media, you touch your phone to create a video, it starts with a habit because you have to form a habit so that you can actually achieve results. True. Mm-hmm. True. And uh, one book I recommend to every person who joins my channel is Atomic Habits. Oh, yes. By James Clear. Yeah. In fact, last week, I think it's last week, we did a full... Uh, it was like a 30 minutes to one hour session where we discussed the book and I personally even uh, did a PowerPoint presentation to try and educate the people, pe- the, to educate my members on the importance of even reading that book. Mm. And uh, it was very impactful. That is book number one, Atomic Habits. Mm-hmm. The second book I really put out to everyone and I tell people that uh, really to the pinch of salt, yeah, just <laughs> don't take it there, there, there might some there might be some things that that would really you know provoke you in a way huh? yeah is is a book called millionaire fastlane by mj demarco i just love the, the guy's books yeah one thing one thing about the book is that it is trying to demystify the importance of trying to escape yeah you know the the kind of approach that we have when it comes to making money careers you know jobs all these so the book you know, tries to demystify three lens that actually come in when it comes to someone's life where you're trying to make money, these and these. So we have the side lane, we have the slow lane, and we have the fast lane, right? And this book mostly is all about entrepreneurship, how you can actually, it's not really about getting employed, saving up, finishing, uh, getting a pension. It's really how fast, how fast and reasonably can you, make money that would fund your retirement or even rather that would help you get to have some financial freedom yeah and you know Uh the book actually the reason i love the book is because the book even talks about scams like i would read that book two or three times every year you have to be reading that book because ideally most of us would rather you know get employed work three years work five years change your job change another job what if someone decided that uh, I think I'm very good in software development, software engineering. What if I solved a problem and get paid for that particular problem? You get? Mm, yeah. That is basically starting a business that is based off of the fact that there is a need and you need to satisfy it. Mm. You know, like the book has commandments on commandments when it comes to you getting into entrepreneurship. It yeah. talks about the commandment of need commandment of entry commandment of uh, the scale is commandment of control there's also the commandment of time yeah all these are things that i think every person would be should be understanding then we also have another book called 48 laws of power 48 laws of power by robert robert green you're aware of that yes yes i think that that's that's a book i tell to everyone i also say take it as a pinch of salt it might make oh, you yeah. have a certain ego it might uh... make you sad, have a certain ego you know, that will make you feel like you're, you're a superhuman because now you're treating people differently, yeah? Mm. But other than that, we also have books like, uh, we have uh, books by Napoleon Hill. We also have books, very, very many books that would really help you understand, you know. Um, first of all is productivity. I, I really chime and recommend on productivity books, finance books. These are really things that could help you. And then, and then again, it's all about, you know, getting to understand the correlation between productivity, number one, 
The second correlation is entrepreneurship. The third one is mostly, you know, how you live with your people. Any psychology or is mm. it philosophy? Something like that. Huh? Psychology. It's, it's really, and yes. There's a book by Robert Greene called The Law of Human Nature. Have you read it? Yes. Yes. I haven't read it, by the way, but I'm, I'm actually thinking of getting into that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Please read it about it. It talks about psychology and it's mm. a very interesting book. Yeah human psychology but now elvis i want you to tell me like because you're always talking about life lessons are there any specific life skills you think are game changers for the youngins today any specific i know there are many but any specific life skills mm. i think life skill number one will be how will how will i even try and mention these so that people can actually understand i don't know uh, Okay, there is something I refer to as perspicacity. What? Have you heard something uh, like perspicacity? No. Perspicacity is is mostly about uh, you have already insight to things. That's the main definition of perspicacity. Mm-hmm. Like uh, sometimes when you go, you, you're going to have a coffee in, well, let's say Java, or probably you're in any 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 outlet. You're having coffee. You're enjoying your coffee. Do you ever sit down and ask yourself, how do these guys have, bring this coffee? How much money do they make? What is it that what what is it that they do that is so different? Have you ever gotten to have you know have that kind of a you know questioning kind of ability in your life? Yeah, 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 a lot. I I do that a lot. Yeah, like you'll get into a matatu, you're looking at it, you're wondering, hey, this guy is only charging twenty bob. How yeah, how are they make money? yeah. Or thirty bob, and you're like, I. Yeah, you, you ever ask yourself, so you're like, you're counting, you're like, if he's charging 20 bob and the vehicle fits like 50 people, that's like a thousand. How many trips does this person has to have to make to, you know, to make 30,000? Those are like 30 trips. Mm. When you can account for fuel and all this, that's perspicacity. Mm. You get, no, most mm. of us, like, uh, like for the youth, uh, mm. there are very many other life skills, but this one is very important for, to me. That is being aware of what is around you and, you know, the ability to, you know, to, it's, it's, let me say it's being keen, being aware of what is happening. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. uh, perspicacity is just, you know, discernment, being aware, keen. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's the thing that really helps a lot of people. That is being aware of number one, your surrounding, your friends mm-hmm. and what is happening in the real world, because it helps you adapt to changes. You know, if, if you know that this kind of, job is not working for you then what solution do i have you are aware of that yes what yeah. solution is is there for me now mm. you've watched a video on tiktok of a, of a guy telling you things about remote jobs mm. does it mean that after watching the video you're going to feel oh, i'm motivated now the next thing should be uh, when this guy talked about something remote jobs uh, let me mm. i'm thinking what if i had that job what do i need to do what is it that is required of me to start such a job let me do some research. You get? Yeah. So mostly it's being aware. And mm. uh, that, that's mostly. But for in terms of other life skills, um, I'm not so good at when it comes to life skills because I'm, a st- I'm still a young person, I know. But uh, <laughs> perspicacity and being aware and being keen, being keen uh, about your environment and what is happening around you is quite important. Very mm. important. Yes. Now, Elvis... Uh, let's get real. You've been very, very vocal about online scams. Yes. <laughs> and you're, you're, I know you're always beaten left, right, and center because you're always poking holes and asking, where are you mm-hmm. going with this? Mm-hmm. So there are so many people who fall into these traps. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what would be your message? The, especially the get rich fast. Mm-hmm. What would be your message to them? I know you talk about it all the time, but for the sake of corporate chronicles, because we are fine wide, online mm-hmm. scams get rich fast. What mm-hmm. what would be your message to them? First of all, is that they don't exist. All that <laughs> glitters is not gold. Yes. <laughs> you know, you're going to hear someone like uh, you know. Normally, if like let's say you are looking for an insurance policy, yeah. Mm. Or let's say like something like an endowment plan mm. where you do monthly uh, a certain premium payment every month in the hope mm. that after 10 years, after this plan matures, you're going to get a certain amount of money. Mm. 
Now, to, to most guys, you know, like such a plan, if let's say you are doing a package where you are saving like 25,000 shillings every month mm-hmm. and you do these consecutively for 10 years, you might, you know, walk out with something like 8 million, 10 million, yeah? Mm-hmm. After 10 years, due to compound mm-hmm. interest and, you know, yeah. uh, you know, returns and uh, the case of inflation. Mm-hmm. Now, to most guys, huh, mm-hmm. they would rather go and join a scam Something that is telling you that if you pay me 30,000 shillings, I will mm. make sure that you get 3,000 shillings per day. So you do your, your accounts and you're like 3,000 shillings per day for only 30,000. And mm. I have, I can even work for a whole year. Nah, okay. 3,000 yeah. shillings. Okay. Take my 30,000 shillings. You told me you're going okay. to pay me for every day. So in your mind, you're thinking that if the guy pays you for 100 days straight, that's 300,000. Only for the guy to pay you for two days, three days, and then he tells you, ah, we have a system issue. Mm. It starts issues, issues. One thing that really uh, makes a lot of us get scammed as Kenyans is the fact that, first of all, the government is already overwhelmed by these scams. When they try and kill this one, another one comes up. So Mm. now it is up to you to make the right decision when it comes to online investment platforms. That's what they call them. They tell you that you invest this amount of money, you're going to get this amount of money. And it's quite common to see a lot of youth getting into it. But one thing for anyone to understand, because even corporates are being scammed. I even was watching, there was this lawyer who was in my DMs and telling me that he has lost money, he doesn't want, he doesn't know what to do. I was like, wait, wait, before you go on, you said you're a lawyer. Mm. And, and how would you go and put, I don't know, 1.4 million Kenyan shillings online in the hope that you're going to double that amount of money. And mm-hmm. I told the guy, I think you need to use your expertise and your lower, uh, the skill that you have yeah. to track these guys. But ideally, they, those things don't exist and they'll never pay you. They, they'll, nah, they don't exist. Most people don't understand that. Mm. Yeah. But I see, I see people really fighting you because of saying that. But just... It's the, reason they, uh-huh. the reason they fight me is because... Mm someone has already joined that scam and they know it's yeah. a scam. Yeah. So they want to reap benefits before it it closes up. Mm. But most of the time, it closes up before even they reap their benefits. If you're a young and you're listening to this, you need to go and follow Elvis. He's always updating, guys. Don't get into this. Don't get into that. Elvis, you have started mm. another discussion with parents. There's something mm. you're t- telling parents. Mm-hmm. And I think well, it requires someone who is very, very courageous to have mm-hmm. that discussion because mm-hmm. I was, um, I I had someone who was calling, you know, just telling his 30-year-old son and saying, mm-hmm. Baba, have you eaten? And and this is a person who is working. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> One thing, let me, let me, let me, let me tell you something, Emma. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Are you really uh, for this for these uh, conversation with parents? Ah, this one I'm ready. Uh, ready. I tell parents the truth. For uh-huh. me, I tell parents we call a spade a spade, not a big spoon. Mm. You cannot be harboring or taking care of a 27 year old person, calling them baby or calling them daddy. And Abba. this person is yeah. <laughs> there are people who cannot do anything without their parents. Mm. And you see, the reality is this. Your mercy and your feelings about your child as a father or mm. as a mother mm. are the ones who are... These are the same things that are actually going to deter this child from even having a bigger and brighter future. Like for us, in my family, we're only boys. Mm. And my mom is very good. Have you ever had a good woman? Mm. She is very good. But when it comes to the reality of life, she's going to put it out to you clearly. Mm. she's going to tell you the truth. Hey, you need to be looking for a job. You need to be doing something. You're not going to be staying in my house. So mm. what is your plan? She listens to your plan. Mm-hmm. She gives you a period of like three, six months. My father is there listening. He's like, okay, we are waiting to see what you're doing for yourself. Mm. You get, and yeah. this is a conversation that most parents need to actually have with their children. You need to stop harboring or taking care of baby, daddy, mama, <laughs> no, uh, those ones are an adults. The moment, especially for men, like for men, one thing I've learned from my dad is this. Mm. 
the moment you're a man is the time you start hitting 13 the moment mm-hmm. you have a voice then you have that base mm-hmm. my father started telling me that he was telling me now you're not going to sleep in my bedroom you see mm-hmm. this bedroom we have over here and we have another separate bedroom for you upon you you're mm-hmm. going to stay 10 meters away from this house i'm going to build you a certain dojo na uko and you're going to have your own toilet everything but mm-hmm. you have access to the kitchen so anytime you feel hungry go to the kitchen and mm-hmm. he did that Mm-hmm. So now you are 13 year old you're living in your car simple house you have a bed you have a table over there uh, you just from circumcision and uh, now you're a man mm. by the time you hit by the time I was hitting 18 my dad was like now you finished form 4 so I'm going to get you a laptop and you're going to leave my house okay good that was what happened and I had to go and look for my own house mm-hmm. and uh, that was very impactful nowadays my father is very happy when I go home because uh, he knows I'll go home but I have something going on so I have to come back to Nairobi you get yeah but nowadays you're finding parents you know, your child has lost a job come back home just stay at no 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 stay in the city mm. stay there you know your problems are actually going to open your eyes and yeah. if you're a parent and you're listening to this chase that baby that 25 year old should not be eating your food uh, cuddling in your blankets Yeah when you have guests you have to chase them out. Apana you know that's what I tell parents and you know I'll be hated for the truth but you know the truth has to be said and it is mm. you know it's tough. The truth hurts but generally it's a conversation that parents I think even as a parent you need to have it by yourself. You're uh. like uh, you have a 10 year 20 year 27 year old who is capable of getting pregnant or impregnating someone. Mm. But this person doesn't think about anything else apart from uh, spending the whole day in your house, uh, inviting friends over when you are away, you get. Then one day this 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 lady or this gentleman one day brings another child that they've sired out there. So you're taking care of the child, you're taking Indian. care of the spouse of the child, you're also yeah. taking care of of your grandchild and probably they even decide that they're going to get another one. So now you have your full extended family over there. Such in such a way that you don't need a family gathering it's always there in your house 24/7 365 days a, a year so that's a conversation that parents should have Elvis you do this podcast there are very many parents who listen so i'm mm-hmm. sure they will ask a question or two are you going to come back and answer yeah i'm i'm willing to come back and answer but you know the reality has to be you know yes. one thing oh, yes. as kenyans we we we've, we've we've really gotten into the idea of not accepting the truth. Mm. And you see the moment you start accepting the truth when someone is heartbroken they don't believe it they are like why did this do this to me i never thought it happened i tell someone it has happened so what do you do next mm. you'll cry you'll say it's you don't believe it but eh, people can see it that you've been heartbroken for you so now the question is are people willing and ready to accept the truth and you know the truth has to be out there and uh, to parents i think uh, stop harboring babies you you think that your child might probably leave your house and starve to death no 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 they will not starve to death be very sure they will not starve to death this person would rather go to mjengo um, and and get 500 shillings to eat yeah and then as as soon as this person realizes hey by the way i think i've been underestimating myself one yeah. day This person is telling you you're calling them to ask them how they are faring and they tell you hey mom let me call you back i'm a bit busy how uh, will you feel as a parent when you feel that your child is busy it's a good feeling it's a good feeling but nowadays you're finding 28 years old they're relying on their parents hotspot hey mom hotspot me please dad do you have bundles <laughs> hmm? Hmm? Yeah that one kidogo kidogo even me I I I'm on your side of this on that now the role yeah. of mentorship and collaboration um when you started when we said discussing you said that you have had mentors who taught you when you know at some point in your life what mm-hmm. mentorship for me is a game changer mm-hmm. and the mentors that you have had they have mm-hmm. significantly influenced your views on skill development mm-hmm. is that so is that so yes yes so if that They is have. so how how do you think mentorship um how do you think um how how important do you think mentorship is when wanting to 
acquire new skills or wanting to be in the freelance industry mm. mentorship is very important first of all you mm. can never like if if today you are looking for maybe someone to build your house what's the first thing you will do you will uh, probably call a friend and ask them by the way do you know i'm look i want to build a three bedroom bungalow uh who do you know and probably this person you're contacting is not just a normal person you just have on your whatsapp this is one is someone you look up to true or false yeah yeah true true if if like today someone uh, like uh, probably you are having like uh, a family gathering or probably you want to get into entrepreneurship there are those people you will call mm. not everyone you're not going to call any tom dick and harry you're going to call mm. a certain person you get mm mm-hmm. and probably this one is your mentor or someone you look up to yeah for me i let me say i was mentored by some guys first guy his name was robert very mm. good mentor of mine when i was when i was like in first year i was in fifth year taking mechanical engineering oh nice i had bob also doing mechanical engineering i had laban computer science i had peter computer science mm. and a few guys here and there and uh, these were the guys who really championed that hey you need to get into this so anytime i had a problem mm. i used to call laban and tell him hey i'm having an issue with software can you sort it out and the guy is like come 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 just come to my house i'll sort it out for you mm. i call robert and i tell him hey bro i i, I need your assistance assistance in something well can you tell me can you show me how to do this and he tells me just meet me somewhere in the resource center in kemathi mm. and we'll discuss about it and these guys were very good Mm. my first ever the first guy who ever gave me a laptop his name was bob mm. so bob i go to bob and i tell him uh bob i i want to learn how to use photoshop but i don't have a laptop at the moment can you mm. assist me with yours and the guy was like cool cool take my laptop this is what you'll do this is this and i spent like a weekend with his laptop mm. so you see if you didn't have if you, i didn't have such people they would i wouldn't have gotten anywhere in life yeah uh, these were the guys who were telling me what to do And now the funny thing is that the tables have turned. I'm now even mentoring them. Like it's I'm mentoring them. <laughs> yeah. Because they are they are like we are, like all of them actually most of them got into entrepreneurship. So they also want to be out here on social media and they are like what what microphone do you use? I need you to to guide me on this and this. So you see now you're even guiding them, yeah? Yeah. Reverse But mentorship. Are, yes. So mm. mentorship even in skills is very important. For me when it comes to skills, you know these guys finally graduated and they left. So I was left all alone. Mm. Yeah. The next thing I did was I decided that now I, I, these guys went yes, but I have YouTube. Mm. I have been mentored by I think over over 50 Indians <laughs> by just sitting down yeah. Yeah. watching what they do. Uh, everything I, I have learned today Mm. most of it i credit to these indians uh, there is this there are guys like raju these guys are on youtube they tell you how to create you know today i'm going to show you how to create a design using adobe photoshop <laughs> you, you listen to what these guys are saying mm. and and i remember at one point I, it really got so interesting that i was like Uh, this one is very good so anytime like i had an issue you could even comment on their videos and the guy would reply Mm. or probably yeah. when you find that you're having a problem with this and this you just search then another indian indarjit comes in and tells you if you are having this problem you sort it like this you see mm. so ideally it's first of all you can even get mentors online mm. There, there's a guy called vusi thembekwayo you know vusi yeah oh i love him vusi like vusi doesn't need you don't need to meet vusi to for him to mentor you yes you just need to watch his videos you just need to join his mentorship programs like mm. it's even surprising that guys are like why the information is already there for you and that's why i tell people that you don't need physical mentors you only need to listen to someone online and just take mm-hmm. action mm. yeah find the right people like i find for me i find the right people i don't even need to meet you i was even yeah. shocked I, there's a guy on tiktok yeah. i started tiktok and i was like wow this guy is doing a great job mm. nice job I look up to this guy. Mm. Now, I I didn't follow the guy. So, mm. recently is when I realized that I surpassed the guy on TikTok with over 120,000 followers and he mm. follows me. So, oh, I nice. go back and I'm like, okay, uh, you you are mentoring me like in real sense. I was looking at your mm. content and I love it. Mm. Now, I've already surpassed you, but uh, 
So I followed back and the first thing he did was send me a message and he mm. told me that he really enjoys my videos and I was like chief if you it wasn't for you I didn't I don't think I would have done all this. Yeah. Oh that is so nice. Yes. So literally the mentors are always in your even on your phone. You don't need to meet people physically. You just need yeah. to first of all get the right person. Even Vusi says that. You don't need to be meeting me every day. You just need to join my workshops. Mm. Yeah, for I'll charge for that because obviously I'm trading my time for for money, obviously. Yes. But you get real-time mentorship that can really help you because I cannot sit down with each and every person. If I was to sit down with 300,000 person people in a in 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 a hotel, I think mm. it wouldn't even fit. We would reach like 500 and it's full. Mm. Yeah, but now you have access online. Just listen to what this person does. This what listen to what this person is actually even suggesting and frankly is going to help you. Like for me, I I I find it funny when someone says, "Could you please be my mentor?" No, I tell you I cannot be your mentor. Mm. I just tell someone, "You see the content you watch online. Mm. Watch it, take action." That's enough. Because basically that's what you're going to tell them either way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you meet in real life also elvis collaboration i have mm-hmm. seen what you guys are doing with skill fire and yeah. you, you guys are, you have just come together um very good talent very good young people the power of collaboration in fact i was just listening to a certain podcast no it was an event of a podcast and someone said that um the way the power of collaboration is so big that someone like I mean they a very good example like um I don't watch a lot of comedy but mm-hmm. he mentioned and said someone like Crazy Ken has never has never done what has never gotten an interview with any media house but he mm. started collaborating with other people because he saw the power of collaboration I have seen you guys do it I have been I have done collab and I have seen what collaboration can do so mm-hmm. when it comes to collaboration why is mm-hmm. it such a big deal and especially when you when i want us to talk about the skill fire workshop and the impact it has had with the collaborators because i think that's yeah. a brilliant brilliant idea yeah first of all actually this one was the second event we we did the first one in uh, on the 12th of august 2023 okay the second version was second uh, of december is just mm-hmm. recently on saturday and mm-hmm. uh, we we came up like uh, we had Bothon in Joroge she's very good and vocal on linkedin uh we also had a guy called Leveli Nawia uh, we mm-hmm. also brought him as part of uh, the team he's very vocal on facebook and uh, tiktok very good yeah. in all that mm-hmm. and uh, i was also there so we were like collab- collaborating and trying to you know bring in something that would really make sense mm-hmm. and the impact it has is first of all you get to learn from each other mm-hmm. You know someone you might be thinking that this one is not going to work and someone is telling you no it's it's supposed to work we should try this probably if we try to go live and talk about our event we are mm. going to actually get the the attendees you get yeah someone else comes and says by the way i think we should we should really try and do a linkedin live together and you go ahead and do it and it works very well perfectly splendid you get mm. so mm. the collaboration first of all allows you to learn from each other and it also allows you to get ideas you know you can never do it alone like if you're seated and thinking of an event someone else might come and tell you no and it was very good because as you know as content creators and as also individuals in the you know social media space each and every one of us has their connects that's their yeah. connections yeah so you could find that we were it it was easy for us to get sponsors very easy mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know this person who knows this person who can actually mm-hmm. connect us with this person mm-hmm. and at the end of it all we can get a sponsor yeah, yeah? that collaboration is quite important in that man mm-hmm. yes. and and I'm, i mean i'm very very proud of you i think that's a very big deal um yeah. please call me for the next one i will i will for sure <laughs> yeah now what does the future look like um where do you see the impact of your advocacy for skill development heading um in the coming years of course seeing that uh, people or organizations like world economic forum are talking about it and also mm-hmm. maybe you can just for you know there's some lost lost souls out there 
-hmm. what would you drop for young people who are unsure about where to start their journey of learning new skills or mm -hmm. personal development? Mm -hmm. I think first thing would be this. Like, if you're feeling confused, you need to slap yourself into reality. That's first thing. <laughs> yeah, you need to slap yourself into reality and understand what is going on. Then, over by then, we're in 2023. Now we are going to be saying, next year, we're going to be saying six years from now is 2030. Imagine. And, uh, yes. You see the vision 2030 that uh, the late Mikey Bucky had? Mm. I think we should really try and understand that. 10 years, 20 years is not a long time. It's, yeah. It flashes. Like the former president, 10, he has done his 10 years, right? Yes. Who remembers him right now? Very few people. 10 yeah. years just passed. Mm. But now, what is it that you can do for yourself that will even impact you before 2030? Because as a matter of fact, according to the World Economic Forum, and realistically, even digitally, mm. by 2030, if you're not going to be having any digital skills, you're out of work completely. Mm. No, you're going to go and apply for a job. They tell you, ah, we need someone who has experience in machine learning and uh, a bit of programming skills. Do you have them? And you're like, I have papers from 2015. I graduate. Take uh, ah. <laughs> your papers elsewhere. We want people <laughs> who can work. Yeah? yeah. You get, you know, nowadays people are just concentrated so much. They concentrate so much on the power of a job. Mm. You know, we want jobs. We just want jobs so that we have titles. So mm. This guy is a procurement officer in Kerry. But what does he do? You get? Now, what? ideally, it's it's not the question of a job. It is your work. What is it? That yes. Yes. Yeah. It now brings in the issue of specialization. Specialization, meaning a skill. Mm. What is your craft? You edit videos. Okay, cool, cool. Come, come here, come here. Sit down. We want you to edit videos for this company, okay? Mm. Your salary is 50,000 Kenya shillings per month. Is that okay with you? No, no, no. I need 100,000. Okay, mm. we get to 80,000. That's okay. We are paying you for that work that you're going to be doing. Mm. Now, it's not pushing papers. It's working. Mm. You, you get. Yeah. Uh, we also get to... Now, for you, um, your name is Emma. You're going to be doing uh, social media management for our company. Uh, are you okay with that? All right. Your rate is going to be a weekly rate. You're going to be working from home. This is your job description. Read it, confirm it, sign the contract. Is that okay with you? That's what you're going to be doing. Now we are talking about work, not jobs. Mm. We're not going to be having job adverts. We are going to be having work-related adverts. And even it's evident right now. If you want someone to edit your podcast, are you going to go and start posting all around that you're looking for? a? You're going to specifically say, I'm looking for a video editor, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to say someone. You're not going to say, I'm looking for someone who, who has a degree in creatives. Oh, please. No. You're going to specifically look for someone who knows their work, right? Mm. Yeah, and understandably, that's where we are headed. So the future and uh, vision and advice is very, very simple. First of all, slap yourself into reality. You understand that the future is here already. 2030 is only six years down the line. And uh, this is a good time for you to actually get to learn something. You see, there's something that he said, that the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time to do that is now. So slap yourself into reality, get to YouTube, learn a skill, get certified, become the best version of that. You know, become, understand your craft so well that even at night, someone can wake you up and ask you, what is the process of video editing? And you explain it to them without mm. even thinking twice. You see, right now, if you wake up as procurement officer, and and ask him what is your job? Okay, I I sign I sign order notes. I sometimes get insulted by the boss. They don't even know their jobs. Yeah? Mm. Go and ask. Like if you went and asked a branch manager, what is their role? A bank branch manager. Mm. You're going to hear I oversee. I'm in charge. But no, what is your job? What is what is your work? Like if you ask me, what what is your work? I'll tell you. I'm a graphic designer. I design logos. So mm. what is your job? I'm the lead manager. Mm. I'm the lead manager in this particular department. What is your responsibility? I oversee responsibility in this department. I'm in charge of this. Now, mm. the question mostly, like if you went and ahead and, and ask any youth who is employed in the bank, I'm a bank teller. What does mm. a bank teller do? They don't even know. 
they are there because it's a job. But now, 2030 is here with us. We are talking about blockchain engineers. We are talking about software engineers. We are talking about video editors. We are talking about programmers. We are talking about developers. Now you see we have specialty. Software engineer, you can do software. Good. You're, you're in cybersecurity? Good, good. You're a digital marketer? That's all right. You see something like that? You're a content creator? Good, good. I think we can work with you. Not we can give you a job. We can work with you. Uh, what? Yes. That mm -hmm. one you have that one you have spoken to very, very many of us. What yeah, yeah. is your job? Like what exactly do you do? What what are your skills? Yeah, that's the thing. You know, like I remember I was in Kerry and I was in attachment in Kerry. Mm. In three months, I think I had like 20 responsibilities. At one time, I'm offloading books from the, from a lorry to put them in the store. At one time, I'm in the store forwarding papers and telling this one has to go to this one. Another time, I'm I'm pre-qualifying suppliers. At another time, I don't know, the lift has stopped working. I'm the one who is rushing to, to the engineers to tell them that this the lift is not working. At mm. one time, I was in ICT. I was doing graphic design. Another mm. minute, I was busy. I don't know, there's a, the procurement officer had taken a leave. So someone has to be there to make sure that every system is operating. At mm. one time, I don't know, this lady from this, the, the reception at, you know, at, at the procurement office has left. So someone has to be there. And I was like, no, this one is confusing me. If, if this is what I have to do to, make, to, to get a salary, I think I better quit. And immediately my attachment was over. The moment I signed that my mm -hmm. attachment is over, mm. I was in Mombasa by then. These guys got shocked. Mm. I've completed my attachment at 5 p.m. The following mm. day, I packed, I think I slept packing. Mm. I packed all my things. And I went to the, uh, I went, I was, I was traveling with 2NK, yeah? Because it mm. was to take me directly to Nyeri. And mm. 8 a.m. in the morning, and mm. the bus was supposed to leave at 7 p.m. in the evening. I was mm -hmm. already at the bus station. I just wanted to leave. Because mm -hmm. what have I been doing for three months, four months? It's only at one point, there was this lady who was, used to bring in some, they used to call them Mitai. Mm -hmm. And uh, she brings them, she brings them, and uh, she then disappears. Mm -hmm. So now her job is yours. Another mm -hmm. time, I'm photocopying documents. Another time, I'm busy bringing, fetching newspapers for the boss. I was like, if, if this is what employment has to deal with, I, I, I'm not ready for this. I need something where I can be productive. Because mm. most another time I was in the, like I was in charge of inventory and mm. I can remember the only thing I did was drink milk, take sugar. That, that was the only thing I like used to do the whole day and wear a, a, a white coat that would mm. seem like I'm busy. Yet I'm not busy, I'm doing nothing. So mm. when, whenever someone asked me, where are you working procurement? Do you know what you do? I don't. I just do what I'm told. And I mm. thought, no, we need to have specialty. Specialty is skills. When you bring me into your company, I'm a video editor. Mm. And because I'm a video editor, in the contract says that I'm in charge of video editing. So if video editing is an issue for, it has an issue, it is me. You're supposed mm -hmm. to contact. But you see nowadays, companies, most companies, even in corporate, the people don't know their jobs. Today, your boss decides he's going to send you to Kisumu for a conference for three, three, three days. Mm. And like you feel like, wow, good, thank you. Mm. So you go three days, you waste three days listening to something you are not even supposed to be listening. <laughs> you find people, you find even bankers, like literally, it's a, it's a real life example. Most mm. people are busy working jobs they don't even know. what They don't even know what they are doing. And the same same person is the kind of person who is fired and they have issues out here. Mm. Because he was fired. This person was used to doing any job that came their way. As long as by the end of the month, you know, they are getting a payslip. Yes. So the idea is know first what is your work. Not not have a job. It is know your work. Because if, if at one point the website is not functioning, there is a guy to call, right? Yeah, yes. But but if the guy you're supposed to call is busy in a conference somewhere, he was sent by the boss, he's not mm. going to help you. Yeah. Mm. So it's the understanding of what a job means and the importance of getting working and specialty, which is specialization. Specialization. That's your message, the specialization. Now, yeah. um, 
we have come to the end of our recording today, Alves. And maybe you mm. can just tell us in like three, what 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 three type of skills like do you see being the big deal in the next three to five years? Because now we have AI. I don't know. Mm. Are there any other that you're seeing um are a big deal? Yeah, very many. Very. I think I'll have to state them all because they are a big deal. Okay. First of all, I think. <laughs> uh -huh. Skills are, we have the hard and the soft skills. Mm. For each and every human being who exists in this world, you have to understand that you need soft skills. Mm. Soft skills means, are you able to communicate properly? Can you write mm. properly? Mm. Can you even, when there are people, when they are told to address a gathering, they, are, they don't even know how to start. You don't even know yes. how to. Yeah. You know, uh, this soft skill, you, you see something like, look at how people are messy when it comes to sending messages. Like mm. someone is going to send you an email, you're like, hey, did this person even go to university? Yes. They've written a, a, a haphazard email. Mm. You, you're even wondering, how, how did this person even get that job? You get mm. soft skills. Yeah. Mm. And these are very quite, quite important for every person. And this very one you important. don't learn. You, you don't go to school and learn. These ones you learn through experience. The mm. moment you graduate from university, after you finish your education, now the real education begins. That's what I tell mm. people. The real mm. education begins when you graduate because now the real world is going to show you. <laughs> these papers that you have, uh, these ones that you have are just just a tip of the iceberg. How mm. Are you able to sell? Can you sell this to me? And then you don't even know how to sell something because your communication skills are very bad. Yeah. The second set of skills is hard skills. And these ones now are the technical aspect. Skill number one that is quite important for each and every person is social media. Mm. Nowadays, if you're running a business and you don't exist on social media, uh, 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 something is wrong with you. Yeah. Because now people are generating leads online. Like for me, I generate my leads online. If I opened a business and waited three, three, three days a week waiting for people just to come in, I would just be bankrupt within two months. Mm -hmm. You have to be on social media. Yeah. Now, the other skills that are quite important. Skill mm. number one that is very, very important for each and every young person. Skill number one that could be very important is graphic design. That is one. Mm -hmm. Number two, we also have programming. Mm -hmm. Learning programming languages soon enough is going to become compulsory. Mm -hmm. Skill number three is any skill that is related to data. We have data analysis, data science. Mm. Nowadays, companies, businesses, they are making data-driven decisions. When you yeah. want to launch a certain marketing campaign, we have to understand and, you know, first of all, make sure that when we launch this campaign, it is going to work. How will it work? By focusing on our demographics and looking, we are really trying to solve a problem by using the data that we have. Mm. If you want to do a marketing campaign, we have to first know who are we targeting? Why are we targeting them? All right. And what can we use to back up the reason for the campaign? That is data science and data analysis. Data science mm. is uh, is a broader aspect of data. First of all, you became a you become a data analyst, then you become a data scientist. Mm. We also have development. Anything related to development is very very helpful. First mm. of all, we have web development. These are guys mm. who develop websites, and we also have mobile application development. They are always going to be here. Mm. We also have blockchain. Mm -hmm. Blockchain is now the next part of decentralization. Where mm -hmm. now, instead of having uh, centralized organizations, we have uh, decentralized systems. I think you've heard of blockchain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, uh, so mostly, it's 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 really about uh, the ability to 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 you know, first of all, understand. Uh, you know, like when you grasp something like a skill, like uh, uh, all these uh, things about. Uh, is the thing I mentioned, like web development, mm -hmm. graphic design. These are quite important skills because yeah. they can help you. They can really help you. So mm -hmm. for for most people, it's uh, the question of uh, what what works for you. What really what really works for you. What is mm -hmm. going to help you? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. but those are just a few skills. I think most of all, if you will follow me on social media, you're going to have a number of these skills that I can actually mention to you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, just like that, guys, we have come to the end of our discussion today. What mm -hmm. an interesting conversation. Wow. You you better grab a pen and a paper because um, 
Elvis has said some very interesting things. And maybe Elvis, as we wind up, you can tell us where to find you. Um, and maybe your last, your final words for today, because I know you're coming in the next season, your final words for today and where we can find you. Uh, you can find me on TikTok. Uh, TikTok is Elvis W. Mostly that's uh, where you're going to find me creating my content. Um, it's quite, it's it's educative content, by the way. It can really help you. Uh, so my educative. Yes, mm. yes. So, so you find me on TikTok. It's uh, uh, you find me uh, Elvis W. Uh, you can also find me on uh, LinkedIn. That is the same Elvis W. I don't really have so much a, lo a lot of social media, but you can also find me on Telegram. I have a Telegram channel, community of twenty eight thousand members. It's also called Elvis W. Those are just my major social media accounts. I offer courses. I offer. I also offer my services. Uh, yeah. So that's it mostly. Thank you very much. And I think I, I have the liberty of saying as a big sister that Elvis is a person to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, In the next few years, never say I never told you. And we have come mm -hmm. to the end of our recording today. Thank you very much for being with us. And mm -hmm. we are glad that you, you know, you sat, you, you sat with us through all that recording so don't forget to connect with us on instagram on tiktok and linkedin at corporate chronicles you can catch us on all major podcasting platforms that is spotify podcasts google podcasts Castbox, and afripods follow us your engagement and support means the world to us thank you this is corporate chronicles i am your host emma till next time Thank you, thank you so much, Emma, for having me. Thank you, Elvis. Thank you.